to She Speaks Bravo. I'm Emily, and I have been using Bravo as an antidote to all of my problems for the last mm, 15 years. Needless to say, I'm an absolute mess. Tune in if you're interested in recaps, gossip, latest news, and overanalyzation of all our favorite Bravo shows. I also touch on other reality television and occasionally get into some scripted stuff. If you like what you hear, please rate me five stars, leave a nice review, and also, if you really love it, subscribe. Ah, that would be amazing. All right, guys, enjoy the show. Pia? Hey. I almost died. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, is that a LaCroix Pure? It is. Pure drinking? Yeah, I got it that day. I forgot to record it, though. You did. Or do you enjoy it? I'm assuming you do. Fresh out yeah. of the can. Did this, you is my, do... this is my second case, so I'm definitely enjoying it. Did you do the, <laughs> did you try it one, one time? I actually, with... I did not. And so I'll do that today. Okay. <laughs> I did not do that. Listeners, in case you missed it, um, Pia and I both are big fans of carbonated beverages, but we both are kind of off soda because at this point it's just like unnecessary calories. Yeah. And I told her about the La Croix Pure because... LaCroix, any other flavor of LaCroix is there's if you look on the ingredients, it says naturally essenced. Literally, it says th- those words, which means MSG or like preservatives or whatever. Um, and naturally essenced is bad for you, I guess. So on my recommendation, you picked up LaCroix Pure. Yeah, I did. And I almost didn't because I went down the aisle to find it and they didn't have it. They had all the other flavors. So I said, I guess God doesn't want me to do this. So I picked up the regular flavor and then on a random aisle, like, you know how sometimes they have like featured cap. Yeah, it was like, oh, God does want me to have this. Put the other one back, picked it up. And now I've been on the pure ever since. So um, anyone not who who can't who's not watching this video i have a jacket on because we were supposed to dress up yeah for this but i'm burning hot <laughs> that's not i know it's really hot but i'm gonna see how long i can commit yeah. to this the the room i'm in right now has windows on almost all sides and the sun is glaring in on me so let's see how long it takes for me to take this off um so covid was fun is fun yeah i was like are you still testing oh. positive i haven't even bothered to test because i'm sure i am yeah i'm, I'm sure sorry sure you're a trooper because i think i just be like taking a whole week off well i practically did i took so the what, what did we record we recorded on a wednesday right y- yes we did and wednesday was when i was like you know you- what i'm gonna go get tested yeah <laughs> and i took an at-home test because my sister had one and she's like i have one just take one real quick that thing came up positive so fast it was like oh yeah you have covid that's terrible yeah and it was uh two days of like it's still is it's like the cough and the congestion at this point now if you're if you're vaccinated it's just a cold it's a really yeah. bad cold that's that's the, great so you don't have to have that fear of like what's going to happen to me but it still sucks yeah and like then it really it reminds me of how much i hate getting sick period like when people say it's just a cold i find that to be very belittling yeah colds are terrible yeah no colds are awful the flu is awful like i told you the other day when you told me, I was like, I had 
the flu because I said that I was like, maybe hopefully it's just like the flu. And then I'm like, well, hold on. I thought about it. It's like, <laughs> that's the word. Wait a minute. <laughs> I remember when I had the flu and I had 100 or something degree temperature and I had chill. I was hot. I had chills. I was throwing up. I was shaking. It's not fun. And then did that happen? It was for a whole week. Like, yeah. I like literally thought I was dying. Like yeah. I knew I wasn't, but it, I was like, well, just kill me already. Like, Jesus, it just, it's ended. Like, I'm tired. <laughs> um, But I will say that I. I was dying to talk about the Beverly Hills reunion. Like I was dying. Dying. Reunion premiere. Excuse me. Premiere. Um, uh, I will do my best to get through this without having to like blow my nose, but that's not going to happen. I'm going to, you know what? You blow your nose and we all support it. I'm going to have to like, it's I'm at that phase in the illness where, you know, we all know what that's like, where you keep blowing your nose and you're like, how is there still this much? in there yeah you know what i'm talking about we're like yes you're like no way there's no way there's still this much like i'm all chapped up i keep applying like moisturizer doesn't matter you you have that good tissue though because you know if you have that if you have that cheap tissue i've gone through that i've gone through it like i've now i'm past the point like i got the nice puffs with lotion yeah by the way if you don't have that it's the best but when you've gone i've gone through the whole two boxes and now I'm just now I'm onto the toilet paper. Oh, you're just like, fuck it. You're, I'm over it. I'm like, it's it's done. Just hurry up already. Um, Let's get into it because we have a hard out and we have a lot to talk about. We can do a soft out like we can it can do be, a soft out. OK, yeah, it doesn't have to be 10. My mom supports this. We watch. She, she was like supports this. For, listener, Pia's uh, mom and grandma, they're in town. <laughs> they support this. Like my mom is also a Bravo celebrity. Like she like not Bravo celebrity, but like she's like a Bravo fan. And uh, she she was like, first of all, I asked her. I was like, Mom, because she talks about Bravo all the time. She's like, I was like, Mom, did you watch the season premiere of Beverly Hills? I maybe I didn't say season. I said, did you watch a new episode? I think I said, do you watch the new episode of uh, Beverly Hills? She's like, Yeah. Two days, like she's been here for two days now. Last night we're at, in the, the extremely long in and out line, and Always. she's like. She's never had it. She's never been here. Uh-huh. Um, oh. So, yeah, I know this is she's having a ball. Uh, oh, this so is huge. I know. I'm going to take her to Sir. Um, so we're in the the in and out line and she's talking my ear off about every freaking Bravo show. Swear to God, to a point where I was like, I would love for you to stop talking to me. Um, That's and, a lot. and she was like, oh, she's like, wait a minute. Is there a new episode of like did? Is there any season of Beverly Hills? I was like, yeah, mom, I asked you that two days ago. It's like, did you watch a new episode? You said yes. And she was like, no, I thought you were saying I thought you were talking about like the reunion from last. I was like, what? I don't even understand why, how you thought I was talking about last season. I was like, there's been a new episode. She's like, I didn't know that. And so we watched it again last night. She was very very excited. (laughs) Okay. Okay. I have a I've never asked you this. Do you ever take notes when you watch for our recording. No, and that's not because I'm not professional. It's because oh. <laughs> it's wasn't like a setup. No, it's no, it's because I just that's just how I've always paused for cough. <laughs> don't don't be ashamed. Don't be ashamed. Um, um but yes, no, I don't take notes, but I've never I've never really been a note taker in my life like in school like I do a weird thing where like 
people always say this to me too, but like, they're always like, they always think I'm being like rude. Or like, if I like, if I'm in a meeting at work or if I'm at school, they're like, why aren't you taking notes? Like, you're not gonna remember this. And I'm like, I'm going to remember this. I just, Some, it's, it's, it's just, just not your process. That's just not my process. I like, I take notes mentally. Like I can take notes with images and I can like, it's just weird. Like the way I take, I, I don't take notes like that. I, I, will, rem- I will remember even like when I would like be in rehearsals and plays, like I would take small notes, but mostly I just remember like you want me to stand here. You want me to stand there. That's how you want me. To, like I just I take me- like it's weird. It's weird. I understand because like everyone's everyone has a creative process. Like last week when we were recording and we were using a different platform, my process was so screwed up. Yeah, I'm the person that takes too many notes that I don't end up even using like um, even in therapy. I showed up to my uh, one of my therapy sessions like one of my old therapy I was like um like 23 and I had notes and my therapist said it was so shady he goes "Mm, (laughs) you're the type who brings notes and I was like oh uh thinking that meant something like you're a genius like what is that is that like a thing like a category of like smart people he's like no it just usually means you don't trust yourself and I was like, oh, whoa, are they allowed to put opinions on things? Well, I mean, I didn't and I don't. So he was right. Oh, my so God. Like, oh, that's fair. OK, so we're off to a good start. Yeah, you're um, like, you passed the first test. That was a test. That was a test for him or her. <laughs> and he nailed it. <laughs> um, OK, so I sent you via a email. A yes. script. You saw it. It's- yeah. Um, I hate to take the good role, but I'm going to take the Sutton role. In you know what? Scene. I think that's fair. I would do the same thing. So <laughs> <laughs> I have done that before. <laughs> I'm like, oh, let's do this little like thing. And then I realized I was like, no, this other role, other role is better. So I was, I'm like, we're switching. <laughs> we're switching. OK, <laughs> um, I should open it up to you. Like if you if there's a scene in one of these shows one of these episodes that you're like I would like to reenact this one okay please tell me all right it would help it helps my acting too because I'm not doing anything with my acting skills so let's see let's put them to the if test. I put can you still see me because I have the script like over you your I head. can okay I, can. I just want to make sure that doesn't mess anything up okay great I can um we're not doing that now we're not we're not there oh yet. okay fine <laughs> <laughs> already all right okay sorry sorry okay sorry from the top I'm gonna be a little brain dead but we're we're gonna get through it together um (laughs) from the top this very cinematic opening very cinematic we get the surveillance footage of the break-in and we get the Dorit voiceover and she says I thought this is it this is how I'm going to die and then we get boom three days earlier all right I'm gonna save the conversation of that mm-hmm. I see I see Pia's face from his save that we're gonna go we're gonna start light okay so it's Miami with Garcelle and Sutton and I have a question I'm not a fashionista you are how do we feel about Garcelle's mismatched flower pattern look did you see it? Did you catch I, it? I did. You know what? For the, the thing is for Garcelle, she's so hit or miss for me. But you know what? I'm going to say I, I'm a fan okay. simply because I in the sense of like, I appreciate people making bold choices. Not some of sometimes her choices are a little too on the nose. Like I really, really hated her monochromatic purple 
uh, confessional look last year. I think it was last year. It was either last year or the year before where it was like purple everything, including the hair. Oh, it's like a light lavender type purple. I didn't love that. Mm -hmm. I see where she was going, but it was just like, I think maybe the hair was just like too made it too. I don't know. But sometimes she like, but lately I will say, I feel like her style has really gotten like even better. So I'm going to let it go. Okay. If any of you are in the market for new hair care, I cannot recommend Omorphe enough. They sent me a box of their starter kit about, I don't know, like two months ago, maybe three. And it was just to say like, hey, you know, they work with a lot of Bravo Lebs and that was it. It was just like, hey, we're reaching out, just expanding their their market. And I've been using their conditioner ever since. And I've been obsessed with it. I'm telling like strangers at the grocery store about it. I can actually use it all the way up to my root. I kind of use it as like a hair mask even. And it doesn't weigh my hair down. I have a lot of like fine hair. So it'll look like it's full and voluminous for about two hours after a blow dry, but then it just goes limp. But even with this conditioner all the way to the root, using it like a hair mask, it's still it's still full and fine. I don't know. This, the formula they found is amazing. So I've partnered with them. If you use code EMILY15, E-M-I-L-Y-1-5, you get 15% off and I go, well, something. Okay. So I will link it in the episode description. I also have a link in my Instagram bio. Check them out on Instagram at Amorphe, O-M-O-R-F-I-E. Reach out with any questions you might have. I'm sure I'm going to talk about them a whole lot more on social media because I love the company. They're also sustainable and eco-friendly. But yeah, okay. Back to Bravo. Um, we basically get the gist that Sutton is there. She's single. She's ready to mingle. Garcelle's that she's hosting a, a charity event for Haiti. And at the same time, Lisa Rena is going to Erica's. And um, I have to say, I like I, I've just announced I'm not a fashionista. That's why this is not my wheelhouse. Like when reunion looks come out. I'm not good at like I've, I had a few followers ask me to they're like, why don't you post more reunion looks and do like polls in your stories? And I try to do that, but it's just it's not my wheelhouse. Like I, I do. I do look at the fashion and for Summer House. I think that the only person that I really enjoyed their look was honestly for women wise was Maya. Oh, yeah. And see, and I like I have no sense of style that I like. I don't. I won't say I have no sense of style. I just like. I like such casual wear mm-hmm. that I was like, I kind of like Amanda's jazz pants. <laughs> I, the thing is, this is the issue with Amanda's jazz pants. It's not that I didn't like it. She my issue is that she just she found one thing that she liked yeah. and she just keeps doing it, which is annoying to me. Like, she, look at all of her reunion looks from the past couple of seasons. It's I get the it. same. It's aesthetic. the same exact thing. And it's like. I get it. You have you're really fit and you have beautiful long legs. And so, yes, you should find clothes like I get the pant look. It looks great on her. Get a different pant like you're just getting the same pant in different colors. 
Okay. okay. Um, she is. She, she is. She is. And, and that's what all, and that's what's all annoying long. me about it. Yes, they're all long with that little slit on the side yeah. from Zara. I tried them on yesterday. They didn't look good on me. And <laughs> that might be the real reason I don't that like might the pants. Be the real reason you don't like them. I'm just kidding. No, they no, but seriously, she looked good. It's just the fact that I've seen that look. So that's why I'm knocking her a lot of points. I've seen the look from her. She didn't look bad. I've just seen it too many times now. Um, but I, I was I was super I disappointed. Liked, I liked Rinna's look that she had on at Erica's house. I like oh, I did her, too. Like, jo- okay, Honestly, cool. I like the jogger with the like I will say this. I'm I'm happy that um, and she, Lisa Renner herself, has credited. So no one try to at me. She herself said the reason why she's been changing her hair look is because of when Brandy. Yeah. <laughs> said called her, out. called her out like many seasons ago about having the same hair from like 1980. And it was not a lie. And and isn't it funny that also Eileen Davidson said that she revamped her interior home because of what Brandy said about it looking like Norman Bates <laughs> psycho like she's like, yeah, oh, shit, no one's ever come over and said that. So, you know, Brandy might be crass and a little bit rude, but she's helping people. She is helping people in some some small way. You know, I I, and I was actually just talking to my cousin about this um, and as much as I like don't want Brandy back when she was good, she was really good. She it just she just, she's one of those housewives and Lisa Renette fell into the same thing and she's becoming a, a Brandy for me where she they started off so freaking entertaining because they were so crass and then people loved it so much that they were like they leaned into it so much that it became too producing instead of it they're naturally like that they are they're not really putting on but then they become they start to put on extra and they're already extra so it just becomes too much and that's where lisa renna is for me right now like girl you don't need to do as much as you're doing like you already naturally are interesting you already have opinions but now you're just creating stuff and making me annoyed yeah but i do like your hair lately so one good thing (laughs) so there we go um this scene though is hilarious because rena goes who are these flowers from and erica's like i have a secret admirer and rena's like oh are we dating she's like no but I'm, i'm having some sex though and rena's like oh wow because you've never really done that and for a second Erica forgets her narrative of like, she's just been this neglected housewife all these years. And she goes, uh, no, not really. And I'm like, what? Uh Oh, and then Rena like prompts her. She's like, well, you know, cause you were married to Tom all those years. Yeah. And she's like, oh yes, yes. Cause I was my adult life. I've been married to Tom. Yeah. <laughs> she's such an idiot. I'm like, guys, I hate her guys. And then she's like, I've been enjoying having some sex with some nice and some not so nice people. She's she must be talking the- about herself. She must be talking about when she diddles herself because she's right? not so nice. Um, but then this charity event debacle comes up. And honestly, I've said it before and I'll say it again. No one is happier that Sutton brought up this drama than Rinna. Because Rinna's like, yes, I have a storyline. She I is. I can talk about she loves it. Yeah, that's why she sits. That's why she honestly sits at home and watches Watch What Happens Live because she's, she's sitting there 
hoping that she's doing her homework. She's like, she, you know what? She has no days off that girl. I can give her that. Give her, she that. Has, give her that. She has no days off. She's she's like, it's my responsibility. If I want to stay employed on this program to make sure I'm in the know, I need to know what everyone is saying. And, you know, I, I guess she is trying to earn her check. So I can't, I, I and guess. Sutton, Sutton, like, at the end of the day, Sutton is playing the game. Oh, she was because that whole watch what happened live thing. Like as much as I love Sutton, I was like, Sutton, if you don't spit out what the tea is, all right, teasing us like that. Like she's like, Andy, I don't know. what Should I say it? Oh, no, it's bad. Should I say it? Just say it. I'm like, bitch, I'm just say it like I love you, but just say it. you're getting on my nerves now. Yeah. <laughs> like, and then she says to Garcelle, she's like, Sutton's like, I was just trying to make the joke about not getting a thank you, you know, and then she goes, because really a gift, if it comes from the heart, you don't need a thank you. Okay. No, I need a thank you. Sutton. <laughs> shut up. Like, shut up. Like, I, like I'm like, mm, I would. I think I think Garcelle was I like, a, I need it. I need it. We all need a thing. We need a thank you. Like, bitch, no. Like, no, we do need a thank you. Um, $10,000. You kidding? And Erica, <laughs> Erica and, and Rena, like here, because, okay, this is what I'm already seeing online. I'm seeing a lot of like, I can't believe Rena's coming for Sutton because, you know, Rena's going through and, and <clears throat> she's commenting all sorts of things on people's posts about how Sutton is basically living off of a rich husband. Oh, I saw. Yeah, 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 yeah. And uh, she's, you know, Rin is on a social media rampage, which is what she does every season. And that's on brand on brand. Uh, and people are like, I can't believe Rin. I can't believe she's doing that. And I'm like, this is what the game is, though. Like, if yeah, you're, if you're going to be on Beverly Hills and you're going to play <laughs> offense, which is what Sutton is doing, mm-hmm. you're going to get heat. And that's I think it's fair. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not mad at Rinna doing this because this is the game. Listen, I am not a Lisa Rona fan. I would be so happy if she got fired because it would tickle my little spirit because it would yeah. just crush her little soul. Yeah. Um, and I'm still I'm not mad about anything that Rena's doing online because that is the game. Like, I think we're as we've always said, Emily, we are fair. I don't like Rena, but we are fair. Yep. What she's doing is fair. If Sutton is going to say something that large on Watch What Happens Live. She has to be ready to fight. I'm and I'm not mad that Sutton said it either, but she has to be prepared to go to battle. You have to. You say something like that. You think that someone's not going to say anything or you don't think this is going to be a part of the storyline next year. It is. So you have to be ready to to completely go there. It's Rinna. You picked Rinna. Yeah, you have to be ready to go there. She is just looking for any excuse to make something out of nothing. And if you gave her even something, she's like, I'm even going further. Yeah. So Rina couldn't wait. She's like, don't fucking come for me on national television with your bullshit. Like she couldn't wait to say. Oh, I know she was. She has been. Rina is just so funny. I just can see her in her like house, her mansion, just in her bed with hair. Oh, no, Harry is not there. He's in the wilderness somewhere and just taking notes saying like, okay, 
Sutton's going to be my number one to, uh, that I'm going to go for, but I might pivot here at some point in the season. Like she just like has like a Venn diagram, like all the things she's going to do this season. She looks so she's prepared. Silly. It looks really silly when Erica was like, she picked the wrong bitch. I hate Erica. Like, stop doing that, Erica. Don't like you're not at the end of the day. I like, know actually that person. She's like so like, oh, like I Erica is so like, First of all, no one's scared of Lisa Renna, by the way. Exactly. I'm like, shut up. No one's, no. No one's scared of Lisa Renna. Lisa Renna is that annoying gnat that keeps just flying in your face and you're just irritated by her. You're not scared. You're just you're, like, maybe she's right. Maybe you picked the wrong bitch because you're going to be irritated all day, but like not in a sense of fear. Yeah, not, not in the way we, that not in the way that you're alluding to. Yeah, like I'm not fearful of Lisa Renna. I'm just like annoyed by her a lot. Like, she picked the wrong bitch. bitch. Like, she was Ooh. so excited to. They were so giddy. It's like they practiced. It was so. And then and then Rena does the fake smoking. She's so like, <sighs> they practiced that. That they had to have. Like, lady, ladies, please. Let's do a dry run of the house, let's like do doing a, a dry run. Totally. <laughs> She's like, I think I'm gonna do a cigarette thing here. Or she, or she, or she ad libbed that in the moment. They're like, "Oh, I like how you added that." <laughs> I'm, I'm like, they so, added that. Oh, you know what? There's a lot. You know what it is? There's a lot of soap opera acting in this first episode. Oh God, there's <laughs> so much. So you already so know much. where I'm going with that. You already know where I'm going with that, girl. <laughs> so much. <laughs> okay so <laughs> next scene is crystal is like renovating her basement and sutton comes over and they're cool they're like really cool they get along um and then they bring up the elton john charity event issue and sutton's like i might have said something <laughs> god damn with sutton and her like coyness yeah. Yeah, she's like, oops, how do I do that? Oops. Um, and I want to make something clear. I know this is going to seem like blasphemous because it's like we have to be on teams. Yeah. Um, I I don't particularly like Sutton. Like, I enjoy Sutton. She's like a she's like a a character in a Christopher Guest movie, like Best in Show. Yes. You know, she's like a weird little lady that's kind of she's but she is at the end of the day, like a elitist and kind of mean, but like weird. So you're more on her side. Well, the thing is, you, when I first saw Sutton, like her first season, I was like, I'm not going to like this woman. She's from the South. She has like old money. She's like, you know, you know what I mean? That like so that that already gives me a, like a sense of like you're going to talk down to people. But then she kind of changed my opinion fairly quickly because it seems like she's like she is an elitist, but like she almost like knows that it's not cool to be an elitist to like people like us. It's cooler to be an elitist to people like her peers. So she kind of does it to them. And I kind of live for that like a, a bit, but she does have her ignorant moments because she is from like when she said that comment, I don't see color less. And as much I, I wasn't even irritated because I was just like, I, I can I can totally see someone like her from the South not understanding why that yeah. is like a bad thing to say, not giving her an excuse of saying that. Totally. But like I was like, I wasn't shocked is what I'm saying. Um, but to your point, I she's one of those people. She's just on my median like 
she can go either way for me. Like some days I'm just living yeah, for, yeah. for for the things that she's saying. And some days I'm like, God damn it, Sutton, shut the hell up. Yeah, but <laughs> I guess I'm kind of there. Yeah, like, like she I goes either like, way. I don't like live for Sutton. Like some people like live for Sutton. No, yeah, I don't. That's not where I'm at. I, I think Sutton. people started living for Sutton because she was just the only one calling Erica out last season, which was super helpful. It really was. So I think that that, that really got people loving her because we would have had such a really boring season last year if it wasn't for her because all of the other girls refused to go there and yeah. Sutton was just like no <laughs> like I'm gonna say it yeah. which I appreciated but like again she she as much as I appreciated it she's still so like she can any any episode she can go another way because in the beginning of last season she was really I was like I don't know if I'm gonna like Sutton this season because she was really she was getting she was getting really whiny she was really like not understanding jokes <laughs> like like I was like Sutton you're you gonna get on my me yeah it's like kicked she, me like she wasn't kicking you she was trying to do the thing like, where she's like, like stop talking like she's like so, I've never been kicked like that yeah before. but then Crystal was also being weird it was just like Crystal is Crystal and Sutton are on my median <laughs> like, yeah. uh-huh I like that that's that's a good way to describe it yeah uh, and then also when Sutton's like, I mean, I know this was just to be silly, but she's like, OK, wait, Crystal, if you're going to set me up, make sure they like cats. <laughs> I was like, all right, trust me on that. That's just a weird thing to say. But hey, whatever. OK, so Erica and Garcelle work out. I want to like. <clears throat> They're okay. in full glam. Did we notice that? Of course they are. <laughs> but OK, before like this was such a strange I remember when photos of this came out, like because someone snapped photos of them, like, you know, Eric and Garcelle filming together. And I was like, what? Mm -hmm. Why? Like, we just came off the reunion. We saw the reunion. Yeah. And like. What? I guess they that the two of them weren't like really going at it, but there was definitely not. It was not kumbaya at all. Yeah, it's just not where you would think that they would ever be alone together. It's, it just seemed like a strange thing that even it was even strange for production to even be able to set up. Um, and then the fact that Sutton had just been like, you're going to go hang out with Erica. Like, why? And and Garcelle was like to tell her that she can't talk to people like that. I was like, huh? This all just feels so bizarre. And yeah. then it felt bizarre. So like then they finished this workout with Lulu, the hot instructor who apparently was on some other TV show because people were commenting. Oh, was she? Yeah, people were commenting that she was on something. Okay. Um, she looks like it. She's like, this woman was not just on one little scene in a TV show. Like she's yeah, I mean, gorgeous. She, lo- she looks like she's probably like we're like been a trainer for a lot of like celebrities like i mean i'm gonna be surprised if gorgeous she on, yeah she would look beautiful um and erica tries she tries to give us relatability she's like listen i was drinking more than ever and i was ordering fast food and when you're when you're waking up in the morning and finding taco bell wrappers and you don't even remember eating it there's a problem i'm like listen don't you try and relate to me. I know. I was like, I was like, I do that. And I don't like you still. <laughs> I'm like, I know what you're doing. I'm not falling for it. I Go know on. she she really is. She some she had like she must have hired like a coach to like because she's definitely came off unrelatable. She always is unrelatable, but she was 
awful, awful last season. So she must have hired somebody to be like, how do I get the viewers back? Like, how uh-huh. do I? She's like, they're like, you got to go back to like who you were. Yeah, you were from you remember you were from from a place where you. Yes. You to, like, no. And I'm not buying uh-uh. it. You think she really ate the Taco Bell? I kept thinking about that. I did, too. I was like, what? What were the wrappers? I need what to know did your you order. get? Yeah, I need to know your order, because I, I like I anybody who goes anybody who goes to Taco Bell knows their order like back of their hand. Back of their hand. What did you get? I would have got a Nacho Bell Grande. I need to know. Hold the I'm beans and tomatoes. I'm a Chalupa girl, so you need to tell me everything you got. Yeah, I know that whole menu. OK, so please. Um, Okay, but so here's how we know that it was like very awkwardly set up for cameras and that like production. I feel like my my, in my head, Garcelle's producer lied to Garcelle and Erica's producer lied to Erica. Garcelle was like, "Okay, my intention going in here is to tell Erica she has to apologize to Sutton. And Mm. the producer was like, "Uh uh-huh. Sure. Yeah, that's that's the plan. Mm -hmm. And then Erica's producer, Erica was like to her to her producer was like, listen, I'm just going in here to be like, everything's dropped. All the charges are dropped. Everything's done and taken care of. And the, her producer's like, sure. Uh-huh. And they're like, action. And then that's not at all what matched up. because Not at all. Because then Lulu leaves and they're like, isn't she gorgeous? Which was already really weird. I was like, were you guys told to say something about Lulu? Like, that was like very forced and odd. But then they chat about Miami briefly. Erica says Sutton was with you. Garcelle says, yeah. Are you going to apologize? I was like, whoa, what? Why are you? And then Erica goes to who? She had no idea that was going to be. I I feel like Erica even said, I will not be talking about Sutton and apologizing to Sutton. I won't talk about any of that. Yeah, because you know when she's been caught off guard. Because she gets really bitchy and snappy, like in the confessional when when later when we talk about that. She was like, (laughs) she was like, uh, to who? She goes, tell me what what were my words? Tell me my words. The words. (laughs) I feel like she said that because she genuinely doesn't remember the crap she says. I I agree. She's like, can you remind me, please? Because my lawyer is going to want to know. Yeah, she's like, I lie so much that I need you to actually tell me what I said because I'm not quite sure my lies. I can't keep track of my lies. She's like, one more time. Remind me. I'm going to write that down. Uh, But then then uh, (laughs) she quickly she quickly she she's like Sutton was saying lies. Sutton was saying things that have been disproven. Okay. The bankruptcy trustee said that Erica never touched the Lion Air money. And like, it's a long pause. And Garcelle goes, oh, okay. And, you know, I feel for anybody talking to Erica about her case because I wouldn't want to on TV, especially. It's such a tricky thing to talk about because you have because everyone's going to be analyzing your response to her. Right? Like, were you too sympathetic to her? Were like you asking enough questions? Were you letting her off the hook too easily? It's I would not want to be Gar- in that position. And Garcelle really nailed it. Like Garcelle- she always does, because you right. know what? I think Garcelle has decided and she from early on that she's just going to be truthful. She's just going to like, she's not like, she's not necessarily trying to be like Sutton and be like argumentative with her. It's just more of like, she just listens. And then when she, if she's like prompted with something, she's like, okay, so 
you're so you're saying like she's just like she's pretty much just saying back what Erica says and then having er- like Erica be like confused by what what she's what she's just said. It reminds me of when Rena. it was the, the season. Was it was the last season when it was after the Denise Richards thing and right mm-hmm. at the top of the season, Rena wanted to get dinner with Garcelle mm-hmm. and thought she could be like, so uh, last season was weird. Let's get over it. And Garcelle just stood there and or sat there and was like, yeah, mm-hmm. great. And like, let Rena kind of talk her own way into a corner. That's the smartest thing. About. Yeah, no, because because yeah, she because boundaries. Well, she she does. You know what? That's such a good point. She does hold boundaries really well. I think that would be really hard for me because like you are on a show with these people. So it's like you have to go on these trips and you know, all these things are going to be coming up. So it's like quite hard to stay true to how you feel. And then also still have to know in the back of your head, you're, you have to do all these things with these people. And I think ourselves does it so gracefully, which is why I think she is a fan favorite because she does. She like, she just really feels authentic. Like, I can see her having fun with Lisa Rinna later in the season or even Erica, but yet know that she's not going to be fake about her opinions. If Erica wants to talk about her case, she's not going to lie to her. She's not going to, she's not going to blow smoke up her ass. Yeah. She's not. And I trust that. And I think that's why we like her. Yeah. She just, she doesn't, she, she didn't come across accusatory either. Yeah. Oh, okay. That's it. That's all she did. She, Cause she's genuinely doing a thing that we don't see often on reality shows. She's listening. She's not listening. listening. She's, she's not fake listening. She's not sitting there waiting for her turn to speak or to get her whatever she wants to, to seem like across. She's literally listening in real time. That's a good. And point. then responding. It's a, it's a crazy concept, isn't it? Right. <laughs> it's a good point. Um, and then we get because uh, she says, Erica says Sutton has brought up things that were, have been disproven. And then they cut to the confessional producers being like, so when were they disproven? And this bitch, I don't know. Bravo can do their due diligence. And she barely could Look say, due, by the way, she struggled saying due diligence because she, she was just was she like, drunk? she was like, she, 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 she could just, just do just do your due diligence. OK, it's 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 somewhere. And she's like, just do it. Just look it up. OK, thank you. She has a tell too. her tell her is lisp. it's her lisp and she starts doing activities. She's, she's sipping of her sipping of her, like looking down as she's as if she's looking for some some shit on the floor. Um, just sit, taking a sip of her. I don't know. It looked Ooh, like it looked like water. She it was her. She was drinking a cocktail and I was trying to figure out what it was because it just looked like, oh, oh her it looked like professional. Yeah, it looked like apple juice, but like real apple juice. But like maybe it's apple martini. It's probably like a it's probably like a real apple martini. Yeah. Like fresh apple. Yeah. That's like, yeah, like real apple juice, like yeah. straight up juice yeah, yeah, yeah. apples. Um, But regardless, they go back and forth. She treats production like absolute garbage, which is a very interesting tactic because, you know, producers are in charge of editing that's the stupidest thing to do i don't understand i emily that was the first thing i thought when i saw that clip initially like before i even watched the episode when i saw the clip that you posted i talked to my cousin i was like no because we both really hate erica and we're like and i explained i explained her to the clip i was like why would you do that to a producer 
like they are in charge of your entire edit. Like that is the worst person to do that to. That is the worst person to do. Do not be mean to your be nice. Send him a gift basket. Be like Kyle. Be like Kyle. Buy him off. Like get a good edit. And, and they're also she's acting like this. She bitch, you're clocked in. What did you think you were supposed to do today at work? You're in the confessional booth, honey. Your job is to answer these questions. You know, what's also interesting, too, is um, from like an HR standpoint, like I was like imagining because my instinct with Erica, because she breaks rules and like yeah. you want to like, let's like write her up. You want to be like, Erica, we're writing you up because there's nothing to write her up for. Technically, she is doing her job. She's giving an interesting soundbite. Yeah. Response to a question. But it's annoying. It's like, oh, you need that before that without this show, you would still be doing low budget, bad music videos and having Tom hawk them at his office parties. Yeah. Like you need like, bitch. Honestly, if she wasn't on the show, she probably would be living her same life. Exactly. Like they she wanted the exposed. You know, this is what that's this is why. When people are like, if you have these skeletons, why go on a reality show? Because they're narcissists. They don't know that they are break in their heads. They are not breaking laws. Exactly. Like you would think that even now, after everything is out, after there's been so much proof and evidence that she would instead of trying to like pretend like all of this is not happening and that this is just like made up and all that she would just try to be lean into like, Hey guys, I got caught up in a lifestyle. <laughs> didn't, didn't know where it was coming from, how I was getting it. Maybe purposely. Cause I just wanted to keep living this lifestyle. People would respect that more. Like if she would just lean into the fact that like she was willfully ignorant period. Right. But she, I mean, I mean, I get, to a certain point, she can't do that because she is in a lawsuit. So it's a lot of red tape. But like, I, I like she just needs to figure out a different tactic because this one ain't it. It ain't it. And then and then it's proof that she's just Looney Tunes because when they go back, okay, so they go back into the scene and then she goes, look, because Garcelle's like, so so everything's been dismissed. Like Garcelle, perfect. thank you. Thank perfect. you. Thank perfect. you. Because like, if she oh. was talking to anyone else, maybe Sutton, besides Sutton, they would have just let that glaze over. And I love that Garcelle said that because it it made her say that it wasn't. Yeah. So she goes, no, nothing's been dismissed, but it's just time to have some fun. And then she looks demented when she says that. And and then Garcelle says, OK, so I'm not going to ask you any more questions about Tom, which is basically her way of going. There's there's no point. Yeah. Because what is happening? Because she's delusional. Like, and, it's, and Erica tilts her head back and she goes, he's in a facility. It's just so open ended. It's weird. I'm like, oh, what? What? She, demented. Then in her confessional, she says there are some difficulties in divorcing an incompetent person. You're divorced. You're still going to go through with divorcing this man. You've been with him for how long? Like 
this whole bullshit thing that you're doing of being a neglected housewife all these years. Do you realize how ridiculous this sounds that you you really are going to stick with the whole plan of like you you had to finally leave him after all of these years of all this neglect? You finally had to leave because when you when he got out of the car that day and you said, I love you. And he said, thanks, hon. That's that was it. That, that was, was a straw that broke the camel's back. But but he was actually incompetent also. So you didn't actually think because, oh, maybe he didn't understand what I said. Her, she doesn't I mean, remember her lies, girl. But you're going to divorce him. He's in a facility. You're going to walk in there with papers. Tom, sign here. What? Girl, that's cold. She, I mean, she's been called cold in the past. Girl. <clears throat> All right, let's move on from that because there's more to come. <laughs> All right, so Dorit's kids. Pia, we'll, we'll talk about no, this. No, don't we'll do this to this me. A little bit. <laughs> don't do this to me, Emily. <laughs> One second. <laughs> Dorit's kids are doing karate. <laughs> Pia and I discussed our feelings offline. Don't worry, I won't have us discuss it here on the pod. It's too dangerous. It's way too dangerous. We have opinions. Um, all we do we do know that um Phoenix is a born fighter. Phoenix is so cool phoenix i would hang out i would hang out with phoenix all day jagger maybe not (laughs) phoenix is like jagger's holding me back i know phoenix is like can we start doing these separately because jagger needs to be in a different i feel like that was i'm sorry i do feel like that was phoenix's energy she's like Okay, so we let we we pretended to let Jagger be a part of this, but like I would love to resume my actual lessons because I will be going to the Olympics one day. Yeah, like Phoenix is ready to (laughs) literally kick some ass. Like, did you see her form? She was really good. And Jagger's like, let's do push ups. And the teacher, the teacher was like, stop it, stop it. (laughs) The teacher hated him. How many push ups? He's like. 20 she's just like 10 that teacher literally you can see it on her face that entire lesson she's like i have had it up (laughs) here with jagger (laughs) up to here i tell you (laughs) she's like i only keep coming back because i see potential in phoenix (laughs) and as as she rises from the ashes from I'm sorry. (laughs) Freaking Jagger. Oh, God. Um, I was surprised that Garcelle FaceTimed Dorit. I know. I was like, whoa, wait. What did I feel like Dorit was like, okay, guys, listen, I'm not an. See, Freaking Dorit's not an idiot. She's like, listen, I've seen the comments. Everyone loves Garcelle. I don't want I want I don't want none of this smoke. Okay. I'm going to make sure that this season everyone knows that me and Garcelle are friends so they get off my ass. And because the last time, like Dorit was disgusting at that reunion. She was disgusting. Remember how she yelled? 
I know she was disgusting. And I think that she got a lot of backlash and she's like, Garcelle is so forgiving. She is. And she's like, I'm not doing this this season. It was did not work out for me. I think she's I think Dorit's like, I'm stop and I'm going to stop taking advice from these ladies. They don't know what they're talking about. Like every season we do Cubbygate, <laughs> we do the Denise Richard takedown. And when we try to do the Garcelle thing and then I always get all this like, I guys, you guys aren't good at this. I'm going to do my own thing. <laughs> I think they no. I think they all had a conversation. They're like, we have to get on Garcelle's good side. Yeah, I mean, I think yeah. Rena, Rena was like, oh, shit. Rena was like, someone fucking told Garcelle that I brought up the whole race conversation mm, for that. Yeah. And she's like, Mayday. Mayday. <laughs> emergency. She called it all the all the girls. She's like, we got to pivot. <laughs> we have an emergency, guys. All right. So they have their little gar- their FaceTime bullshit conversation. And later that night. We get the break in and I am going to handle this very delicately. Yeah, please do. Cause I'm sir. I'm kind of scared about it. Let's go. Let's do it. Okay. okay. Rip the bandaid off. Okay. Let me, let me preface this for my own self for my, like, let me, let me give all my disclaimers. Okay. Give me a second. All right. Okay. Um, I am by now, if you're, if you're new here, um, hi, if you're new here, if you're new here, hey, <laughs> welcome. Hi. Um, if you're not new here, you know by now that I'm a very compassionate, almost to a, almost as a flaw. I'm a very understanding, can see everyone's side type of person. I'm a very empathic person. Mm-hmm. I was purely going off of how Dorit was responding uh, the story that she told, like I was looking at the details. Um, and so do you remember when Kim Kardashian got robbed in Paris and she yes. and, and that scene? I'm really happy you brought that up. But yes, go ahead. I personally, I know that people think it was fake. I don't think it was fake. Oh, I don't think that was fake at all. No, I, I don't. I totally believed her story when she believe, told that story. Believe I was it. like, the de- the way she told the details, I never it never perked. I could see I, I felt I felt like I didn't need any reenactments. And I feel like that's <laughs> what I got on the show. Like, I felt like we needed the reenactments to follow the narrative of the story. And when Kim said her story, I could see it so perfectly. Like I could see like I can and I could feel her fear. Like and those were the things that when I heard about the her robbery, I was like, oh, my God, like she like I heard some of the details. She was like in her robe, like naked underneath her robe. I was like, did they rape her? Like, sorry, that's like a lot, really intense. But like that was one of my thoughts. Like she's Kim Kardashian. She's one of the biggest sex symbols of our generation right now. And I that was naturally where I thought. And then when she said the same thing, she was like, I thought they were going to rape me. I broke I my heart broke. Like, I know how like and she was just it was. It's just the way in which she's her details were were presented came off so authentic. And it wasn't like she it wasn't like she was trying to color a story or trying to make it dramatic. She was just it was like I could see her remembering fragments of a really traumatic event happening and being and it being very painful to even retell. And then you notice she doesn't really speak about it much. 
because it's not something you want to continue. It's like she she had to say it because like she's a public figure and she's got it out there and got it out there quick. And then she doesn't she occasionally will say something about it. But you can tell it's like something that she's she still struggles with. And you have seen her like change some of her behavior too. like she doesn't post things in real time anymore. Like a lot of her behavior has changed. Well, that's the biggest thing is that right away she recognized her own things that she did. Yeah. And was and said like, yeah, no, I definitely noticed that it I know it has to do with the fact that I post where I'm going, what I'm wearing. She's like, why did I? Yeah. She's like, I literally have been showing off all these things. And yes, I'm proud to have these things. I'm but I'm like literally red arrows pointing, come get my shit. Like and when Dorit was on Watch What Happens Live, um, Andy, one of the viewer questions was, do you think that posting about how you pay top dollar for all of your designer stuff may have caused, may have made you a target? She was like, you know, it's easy when these things happen to, you know, think it's your fault. But, you know, I think it, it could have been any number of things. No, see, and I'm like, no, you would you would start to go into immediate like, OK, what can I do to resolve these things? What can I do to make my you you change everything? It changes yeah. your whole perspective. You had a near death experience. Yeah. And so. And then even when she was like saying, like, some of the things they took are irreplaceable, like almost I, like she's trying to like because like when you have insurance on things, it's like you have to like keep account. And I almost feel like she's like trying to like keep the narrative of like, there's some really expensive things that I need to my insurance to like give me money back for. Like when Kim, when Kim like lost stuff, like she was like, like the only thing that I really know she lost was that one ring that Kanye had just given her. But beyond that, she was just like, yeah, there's just like, I, like yeah, it was like a lot of like money worth of stuff that got stolen. But like, I really like, like that was not her concern. Like it was barely a concern for her. The, the, the things that she lost, she was, so scared about what like it what the impact of her death would have on her family that was her main concern like she was saying i remember she was saying like i kept thinking how my sisters won't get over this if when because like she was with courtney and kendall and then they would come home and they would see that and that they that that would be something that they would never get over and how scared she was for that and for her kids and all these things. And it was like, it was all about how she was scared for other people, even though she was really scared in the moment. And it was just like, it wasn't about any of the stuff that she was, she could care less about the stuff that they took. Like she really did. Like, and I, and I felt that like Dory, I feel like she was like, they took my, like, like, I feel like she was counting the things that got taken. Like, I don't know. I feel bad for like saying this, but like, yeah, I'm where I'm going off. It was pure instinct. Like I, like I, I watched it going. I'm I'm hoping that when I watch this, I don't feel what I had, what I felt initially when I saw the news. Yeah, it just which was this seems odd. I actually felt like I I remember I was talking to my friend and I was like, it felt like the story felt so conveniently timed. And it also felt like she was almost using. I said this. I was like, I feel like she's using the Kim Kardashian recipe yes where it's like it was almost a parallel to what happened to kim but a lifetime movie version of it yeah and well there's a a line that comes up later that i was like oh that doesn't 
Yeah. Like it was like, it was something about it just felt off. Yeah. And I, we, I think me and you have talked about our theories of that. Like, I don't know if it's too early to talk about our theories. Do you want me to let's, let's, well, let's go further into it. Okay. Um, because there's stuff that comes up that we can use as evidence to further support okay, our theories. I'm, I, I want people to know that like, we're not just being shady. Like, yeah, I don't, I don't want it. Like, this is not a joke to me. Like, I don't, I'm not, not at say, all. Yeah. Like I'm not saying this to be mean or because like, I actually don't dislike Dorit, by the way. Yeah. I understand her value on the show. Yeah. I don't dislike <clears throat> Dorit. Like, I guess there are, there have been times where I like d- dislike things that she's done, but there's a lot of people that that's happened to that. I also like, but some it's not about that. So I just want to be very clear. I actually do like Dorit. I don't mind her at all. Um, but something about this story seems still off for me. And I too was hoping that once I saw it on the show, I would get more information that I wasn't getting in the press that would change my opinion. And I really, and I, and I had some offline comments with Emily trying to like talk myself out of my own thoughts because I just didn't want this to be made up because I don't want that. I don't want it either because it's a big thing to do. I want to be wrong. I really want to my, be wrong. My biggest. Okay, we'll continue. Okay, we'll get. The, okay, so something we don't ever really see on Housewives. What we love is they they splice in a news clip. Yeah, a clip from the news, and it's like they show everyone arriving to help out to comfort Dorit. And so after that, we go to Kyle's house. So get your script out. Oh, okay. Um, we get to Kyle's house and. <laughs> Kyle, uh, the part of Kyle will be played by Pia. <laughs> um, okay, so Sutton arrives and Kyle is crying. Action. <laughs> this thing happened with Dorit. Yeah, I know it's weird. It's terrifying. It's terrifying. Um Oh, wait, where am I? That's, that's me. You that's stepped, you stepped on my line. You stepped on my line. Okay, I was like, take what? Two, take, take two, take okay, two, take two, take two. Well, let me get in character. Let me get more in character. Okay, action. <laughs> this thing that happened with Dorit. Yeah, it's weird. It's terrifying. Begging for her life. I was on the phone with PK. Who I've been putting falling. out fires all day, all day, too. Yeah, I've been putting out fires. Uh, but it might just be that kind of day what fires are you putting out oh gosh you know i've got this french designer that i've been bringing in immigration is just you know just that's just doesn't seem like a fire after what well it is for me and my business and what i'm trying to do i I know i I was just expecting you to say something more like um, well, these are, well, you know, it's, it's all relative. I mean, I wasn't held at gunpoint. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's, just, it's been a weird, it's been a weird day. Weird morning. It's like, it's out of a movie. So funny, you know, this morning I was like, I'm going to go get a therapy session in on Monday. And then I did, <laughs> you know, it's just like, it's just weird energy. Okay. <laughs> I'm sorry. That's brilliant writing. <laughs> Kyle is so mad. And then, and then it'll happen again later where Kyle was so mad because Kyle like 
I realized something on the show. They all give each other a moment. Like they all like go into a scene. They're like, okay, this is your turn to have a moment. And then they like give it to them. Sutton was like, I'm not doing that. Yeah. She like Kyle was literally peering off into the window. She's like, this is my scene to cry. <laughs> this is my scene feels to so, cry. I feel so stupid for even crying right now. When I know. <laughs> <laughs> and then Sutton comes in and she's like, oh, my God, this designer, this designer. I'm trying to bring in this designer from from, from <laughs> Hold Paris. Hold on, I'm still crying. Hold on, I didn't get the tear out yet. The tear stick isn't working yet. And then later when they go to, when they talk about like dating, and so this is where when Sutton was like, listen, I don't need money. Maybe Erica misses her big house and the lifestyle. So she has to look for someone who can provide that for her. I was like, you're starting a war, Sutton. And that's fine. Do it. Yeah. Expect retaliation. Well, the thing is, and I knew, honestly, this is the same thing I would have done. And Lisa Brenna was not incorrect for doing it. But as soon as Sutton said Maybe she misses all that. Yada, yada, yada. I was like, Sutton, like you got, you just got a huge settlement from your divorce. Like they're going to say that. That's something yeah, they're, literal, like- they're literal next thing that they're going to say. And here comes Lisa Rona saying that. I would have said it too. Like if I'm going to be like, if I'm in the, op- yeah. I'm playing defense. Like that's literally what I would have said. It's such an easy, it's an easy low hanging fruit. Yeah. I'm like, wait a minute. Huh? Hold up, hold up where'd you get your money from? That's what I would have said. Like, I'm not saying that she married that man for money, but she, that's where she has her money from. So that, that would just be my logical next thing to say. Should we do that scene again? But you play Sutton. Okay. <laughs> Let's do it. Real role reversal. I'm just curious to see, you know, like how we, how we do this. Okay. 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 This thing that happened with Dory. <laughs> It's weird. It's terrifying. Begging for her life. I was on the phone with PK, who was bawling. I've been putting out fires all day today, too. But it might just be that kind of day. What, uh, what kind of fires are you putting out? Oh, oh, gosh. You know, I've got this French designer that I've been bringing in. Immigration is just, it's just, listen. <laughs> that doesn't seem like a fire after. Well, it's, it is for me and for my business. And what I'm trying to do, I, I know I was expecting you to say something more. Well, like, well, well, these these are, you know, it's all it's all relative. I mean, I wasn't held at gunpoint. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's been a weird day, a weird morning. It's like out of a movie. It's, it's so funny. This morning I was like, I'm going to go get a therapy session in on Monday. And then I did. <laughs> you know, it's just like it's just a it's just a weird energy. That was so good. <laughs> that was good. <laughs> I like yours better. <laughs> From now on, you will play Sutton. <laughs> okay, I'll play Kyle. You will play Sutton. <laughs> we have to figure out what roles we'll play when we do reenactments. <laughs> okay, there we go. We've got our roles now for that. Um, where am I now? Okay. Um, oh, hold on. I've lost my... Wow. COVID brain is also true. Jeez. I don't think I've ever had COVID. I'm not sure. I think there's one time I might have, but 
I also could have just been really tired and run down from work. So I, sometimes I can't tell. Well, but the I've, hardest I've never tested it, positive. I've never tested. I tested a lot. When they say that like lethargic, being lethargic is part of COVID, I'm like, that's one of the most difficult things to measure as an adult. Yeah, because I'm like, I work so much and my <laughs> job is so stressful that it could be COVID. It could just be my job, which is telling. I hate when people say like, are you lethargic? I'm like, isn't that like every day? Yeah. And I also have like a lot of other things that are wrong with me. Like my vitamin D level is in the toilet. Like I have an iron deficiency. Like, do I take anything for it? No. So like, I have no idea half of the time of why I feel the way I feel. Oh, and confession. I totally abandoned my no dairy, no sugar like thing during my COVID. I was like, no, I'm not having COVID. Oh, you, honey, you eat as much as you want. Like you have freaking COVID. This is you. This is your permission to be bad. And I'm sure sure it didn't help the COVID symptoms. Like it helps in the in the moment when you're eating it. It did. It did indeed. It did. Absolutely. Yeah, Um, I've been I've I've definitely been eating shit ton of dairy. All yeah. week because my mom and grandma are here and, you know, they're on vacation, which means they I'm on vacation. Ever, absolutely. When someone comes in on vacation, you immediately also then go on vacation. No, I'm like, you want to go to In-N-Out? Yeah. Do you want to get wings? Yeah. Uh, do you want to go to this restaurant? Want pasta from this food truck? <laughs> absolutely. Um, okay. So after Sutton shades Erica for like not needing money when she goes on a dating site, Kyle then starts to broker a piece somehow. But here's my theory. My theory is that when they all went to Dorit's house to comfort Dorit earlier in the day, Rinna and Erica said to Kyle, they said, look, we need you on camera in front of Sutton since you're already scheduled to have like a filming day moment Mm -hmm. with Sutton. We need you to say something nice about Erica so that Sutton knows what team you're on. And Eric and Kyle was like, okay, um, what? It's an idiot. And they were like, I don't know, but something. You got to say something. Got to say something about how she was also in pain. I don't know, whatever. And so Kyle came up with this weird bit about how she also, she, and so she, she starts to say, you know, we all say things and we all do things. And Sutton goes, no. <laughs> And Kyle's face is so confused. She's like, <laughs> like she was startled. She was genuine. She was like, mm. she goes, do, do you want me to keep? No. She's like, no, I just, I already don't agree, but go on. She goes, I, I know that she probably left that night and cried her eyes out. And Sutton's like, are you serious? Are you serious right now? Are you, am I supposed to feel bad for Erica? Kyle doesn't know. She was what- so take i love when kyle gets taken off guard because she looks like a raccoon being caught in the trash i'm not defending i'm i'm not i'm i'm just trying to i'm i'm like spit it out kyle god because she realized i was like this was not the way i should have said this this was so stupid that was embarrassing it was so embarrassing because it's like (sighs) the easiest thing to retort would be like i'm i'm literally I'm sad for the victims. Like, that's the easiest. Like, you think I'm like, you think I'm going to be sitting at home thinking about how Erica could have possibly, possibly, we don't know, possibly been crying at home. Kyle doesn't even know if she did. She's just like, I I just, yeah, she's like, I just imagine like she probably went home and cried her eyes out. So you don't even know. So why are you bringing this up? You're bringing me like you're 
what you you your imagine theories? your theories um you know this is what i do know i do know that she threatened me i do know that i was crying in front of your face which you don't care about you just care about thinking about people who may have cried not in your face and you know who i actually the reason why i even put my myself in the fire because i was thinking about poor victims of and widows and orphans that's why i even said anything to her but yeah let's all shed a tear for erica and her possibility of being crying at home for putting herself in her own situation when sutton said it's a double standard because of when pk mauricio get forgiven i'm i i get what she's saying but it's a little different because they just had like a stoner night laughing and like sutton was like more in erica's face i get the concept i I mean i i agree it is it's definitely it it's listen i didn't have like a fight I get why Sutton brought it up because the thing is anything Sutton has really said to Erica's face, like that whole scene with PK and Mauricio though, was way to me, I guess if like, yes, Erica didn't know in real time, but like later on, like watching it back, like they really went hard. Like they went the hard, like that was one of my favorite scenes of the whole season when PK and Mauricio were t- was uh, talking about, <laughs> Erica and like the probability of both her husband and her son having an extremely like like Michael Bay car crash yeah like it was an insane thing that she said and they really painted a picture of it of how silly it was especially them being both high as a kite so like I get like son being like you don't think that that was more damaging like they they he literally they literally like put so many plot holes in what your your whole thing was and and really painted you as a liar I'm asking you questions that you can answer in real time to clear up any thing that people might have uh any like you know like any like questions about they did it behind your back I actually think that's worse she didn't so so I get it but I also get like it's you guys are supposed to be the friends and the husbands are separate entities so whatever yeah it's all dumb (laughs) um okay now we get the scene at Kyle's house where they all arrive and like they're gonna comfort Dorit um first first Erica arrives and my god Kyle could not have been more uncomfortable Kyle was so nervous which is so crazy that Erica is terrifying all of them this much. Like she can act like the biggest asshole and they're all so afraid of her still. Um, and right away, Mauricio comes in. He oh. barely apologizes. Erica's like, you hurt my feelings, Mauricio. And he's like, you know what? I'm very sorry. And that's over. It's like, I always think about this and I've been thinking about it. Like there's so many moments in the, the whole episode where like when they're talking about like the watch what happens live when Mauricio has to do his fake apology to Erica. I'm like, is this the first time you guys are seeing each other or like we No, it might like, be. Do you think so? Or do you think I it's don't like- think Erica hangs out with them outside of filming that much? Oh, Maybe. really? You don't think so? Maybe um, Rinna. Yeah. But I feel like Kyle has such a huge group of friends that go back so long and so far. And like, that's just, fair. OK, I see. I don't see Rinna or uh, Erica hanging out with Kyle a lot. 
I that's fair. Okay, I can see that because I'm just like it's just so convenient. The first time you're seeing Mauricio again is on camera, and you're getting your apology. Like you and like, Mauricio probably doesn't like. I can see Mauricio not seeing Erica a lot. Yeah, I mean, but I, I can do see Mauricio purposely avoiding seeing Erica. Like, I feel like right? Ma- I feel like Kyle didn't tell Mauricio that Erica was going to be there, and he came in all high and like, hot ah, damn, wasn't ready for this. Yeah. There was so there was a someone post. I think it was the account Bravo and Botox posted. It was something from Twitter where it was like Dorit Dorit telling the story, and then it was Mauricio was did not anticipate listening. Yeah, to I this, saw that. Yeah, listening to this story when he got high that night, and his face is like, whoa. He's like, be sad. <laughs> like, like you know, like you know when you're like you've had some too much or like, like whatever you're on you're just like and you have to have a conversation you weren't like, didn't know you're supposed to have and you're like am i is my face normal <laughs> shit does anyone know do they know <laughs> stop thinking about it because they're gonna know like <laughs> The more you think about it, the <laughs> like be normal. So then, he, so then he just focuses on the cheese. It's like just eat the cheese. Yeah, like yeah, I'm gonna eat this cheese. Just eat it. Just eat the cheese. Eat the cheese. Um. Okay. So Erica rise. Racy apologizes. Rena then gets there and then enter Dorit. So she comes in. She's got no makeup on. She's got her sweatpants on. Um. So Dorit's reasoning for this. Now, here's the first big clue for me that was it's very, very, very um, easy for them that the kids have no idea this happened. Really, it's if it's you know, it's great that the kids have no idea this happened. They heard nothing. Yeah. But. For the kids to have heard absolutely nothing is really uh, amazing because this their home, like I'm assuming that their bedrooms aren't that far away. Yeah, because the kids can like walk to the, you know, the kids can mosey over to the room whenever they want to. So I'm assuming they're not too far away. Yeah. And. uh the reason that Dorit didn't set the alarm is because the motion, the motion detector would go off when the kids came to the room. Now you see, that's so strange because if that was the case, then no one would ever set an alarm who had children. Yeah. Because all children roam around while they sleep in in the middle of the night. Exactly. That was like the first, like, that isn't but, at that doesn't make any set sense. It, you would set it so that it doesn't the motion detector on the inside isn't on, but the perimeter is on. Right. And then it's also like. They seem to know the house so well and the timing that they just knew PK. Well, I don't know. So, OK, so <clears throat> the way she breaks down this story. OK, this is here we go. Ready? Yeah. OK. She gets up to recreate it. Right there, I was like, ooh, this doesn't feel, I don't know, the way she recreates it. It reminds me of the way, 
forgive me for making this comparison because it's also equally controversial. It reminds me of the way Amber Heard is recreating. I'm sorry, but do you know what I mean? Yes, it does. Because when you, it's just like, she's like, yeah, like she doesn't make any sense because, well, because it's also like when you're, when you're retelling a very painful memory, you don't generally give such detail and so, like you're you're telling it from your own angle of something yeah. traumatizing. And so you don't have that much. And so the timing of it is strange. So. So she was washing her face. Washing her face, getting ready for bed. And let's say that during the time she was washing her face and getting ready for bed, let's say that is when they broke the glass that had yeah. to have been loud. Yeah. So she didn't hear that. Fine. Let's say she didn't hear that. Okay. It's all the way at the corner. Like they, they didn't hear that. Fine. The people cased the house and didn't see lights on. Didn't see that someone had had a light on in the bedroom and turned it off when they, let's say they got through, let's say, okay, let's say they broke the glass and she was still like washing her face and getting ready for bed. Okay. At some point she turns the lights off and, and they don't hear that as they're walking through the house. They don't notice like, whoa, whoa, whoa. We just heard lights on lights off. Yeah. It's like walking in through walking around. Even the way they were strolling in the surveillance camera, like strolling. It didn't seem like they They seemed like they were like, I have all day to do this. Like they were just walking around. Like it was like not a big deal. Also, I just thought about this when you were saying casing the house. So I, I, I like imagine that this is not a random burglary. Like they knew whose house they were breaking into. I, I feel like they weren't just like, I hope that this is going to be a good house. Like I like I know it's a rich, beautiful ho- home, but like I feel like for homes like that, you have to do a little research. You just can't hope. Exactly. You know? There's too much security for these type of people. Like you, you, you would have, everyone have to do has a little bit security. of research. Yeah. Like I don't feel like you would just break into a home like that of that of that stature without doing a little research, re, a little recon. We in the top of the show have a clip of her at the airport with Jagger. You don't tell me that there wasn't anybody, any paparazzi that caught them like they would have like I feel like they would like I feel like they would, it would be easily it would be easy that easy for them to figure out if they were out of the country, if they were home like like, I think that they could figure out, like, if they they were in town. I, it just seems a little sloppy. I don't know. It seems a and, little reckless. Excuse me. And there has, excuse me. There has been a record number of robberies, uh, just crime, period. It's been, like, bad out in Encino. I will say that um, because people have figured out that like rich people live there and they can, you know, commit crimes and all that. However, in this particular neighborhood, my sister who runs a dog sitting company, my sister walks dogs right in this same exact area. She has seen Dorit's house like all the time because I think she walks a dog like right across the street or something, but she's shown she's taken pictures of Dorit's house and sent them to me all the time. And so she's like, it's a, just a known thing that everybody has security. Like everyone has cameras yeah. on the houses. So you wouldn't hit a house 
without paying attention to like the comings and goings of the home owners. Yeah. Like without, I feel, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like I kind of picture these two robbers being like the two robbers from home alone. Like it's like, you have to be like dumb as hell like to yeah. be like, to, to just do that. Like it just seemed, and then it just like, the, they're just so casual. Like they broke the glass. Like and it, and the thing is there's toys, there's toys in the um yard in the surveillance camera. There's like, ch- like there's, uh, hopscotch chalk on the oh yeah right where they broke the door I saw that they, somebody uh did a hopscotch thing right in front of that door so for me like w- especially like we both watch a lot of crime stuff burglar bur- burglaries really like don't they don't the burglar burglars I cannot say that word whatever people who rob p- people's homes they tend to be deterred by things like that because they don't they're want not murderers. Yeah, they're not looking to the murder. They're just they really are just looking for like, you know, that's what we've discussed because they go inventory. so quickly. They go so quickly from being just robbers to getting scared, seeing her and saying, just fucking kill her. Just fucking kill her. They're screaming. Just fucking kill her. Just fucking kill her. And they like the kids brought- don't wake up. And they like brought nothing to like they brought nothing with them to like put stuff in. They just put it in her. They just like, oh, they, they always plan to just put everything in her. Like, what was the plan? Oh, I mean, yeah, like it just didn't seem like they had a plan. Like it was just like, oh, we're just going to go into this house like the bling ring style and just like rob rich people for fun. Like, like, no, like they're not a bunch of kids just breaking and entering for fun. Like that's a good point. Like they didn't have any they didn't bring any tools. Yeah. Like it just seemed very like. I don't know. Like I felt like they were going through the motions of what, like if you were going to stage a robbery, what you would do, like, of course, like the easiest thing to make sure to do is like break, break the glass and make sure you break it from the outside. So it looks good. Can't break from the inside, break it from the outside. Fine. Check. We've broken in. Now we're just walking around. I feel like they're walking around like, where are we supposed to go again? Like, because think about like the, the, the sound, like what you would hear if like, like you're okay. If you're where, like where Dorit is and the kids, where Dorit and the kids are and their part of the house doing what they're doing. I, I, I can't imagine that the kids wouldn't hear these people screaming, just fucking like, kill her. her. Just like, yeah, like in Jagger not running in, like what's happening? Like something, but maybe they have like sound noise ma- machines that like keep them asleep. I don't know. They're rich. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. And anyway, just, and like how long were they? I would like, I would like to know how long they were approximately in there because it seems like they almost made a beeline. It felt like they were in the living room. They didn't or they're they're in the, like, the main part the of the main- house. They didn't seem to even care to look around if there was any valuables down there, which would be the easiest thing to do. Like, I'm sure if that it they was have just a, as, if they had no plan and they were like, just, it's a rich house. I, what I would be doing is like going, looking around, seeing if they have any paintings on the wall. Like they, they could have like a Picasso. That could be a million dollars right there. They could just walk out with one piece of art and like leave. Like they didn't seem like they looked around on the on the bottom part at all. It's like they were like, I'm going to make a beeline for the the bedroom 
like, how did you know what bedroom it was? Like, I, oh, I thought they came in. So the way they came in was through the side where the main main part is like the living room. Yeah. Like, I just remember seeing them in the surveillance camera, like, at least what they showed us. You're like, right, they're in the, it was like the main, like the main part. It looked like the main part. And then they go into the bedroom. Now, you see, now that makes me even less convinced that they couldn't have heard or seen lights going on and off and knowing that yeah, like home. Yeah. Like, it just seemed, it just seemed weird. And then it's like, I mean, yes, it could just be super lucky that they didn't end up accidentally opening one of the kids' bedrooms first. It's just like they like I don't know. It's just like the only room that they went into seems seemingly from the way that they're telling the story and from the things that they've shown us. It just seems like they came to the house. They went into Dorit's bedroom. And it seemed like they knew because they well, I mean, I mean, like no, I mean, they like they, they just enter into it and then. They say, tell me where everything is. And it's just like, I don't know. It just seemed so convenient. So then in so in addition to the story being weird, then the way Dorit's acting feels over the top. Okay, so pushed at one point, the dogs start barking. Kyle's dogs start barking. And Dorit starts going, Kyle, what is that? Kyle, Kyle, go find out what that is, Kyle. Why are they barking? And Kyle's like, they bark all the time. My dogs always bark. And Erica realizes that, like, you know, Dorit needs a hug or something. So Erica hugs Dorit. And Dorit says, I don't want to be scared anymore. Okay. It just happened that night. Scared. Was it that that night or the next day? It was the night. Like, she hadn't slept. Oh, yeah. It happened that night. Yeah anymore anymore and then it's like also did you find it quite strange that if something that scary happened i don't i don't would you would you be at kyle's house right now filming i just wouldn't and i and i there everyone does everyone does it their own way but did you hear what the answer for that was the answer for because they had the babysitters and stuff like that because the kids didn't know what happened. And so the, they didn't want the kids to see them breaking down so that they oh. didn't have to, they could keep the kids sheltered. The kids still don't know what happened. And I feel to me that again feels odd because you know, you can't, cause you can't get kids to lie. You know that, Oh, you see, I think this is, this is where we're really peeling back the layers here. That makes sense. You can't get kids to lie. You're right. And if they completely take the kids out of the narrative, then no matter years later, like if the kids were ever asked like anything about this, they could like we always they always said they always kept them in the dark about this. They never saw anything and we never really exposed them to anything because we didn't. They were so little and we didn't want them to be traumatized and be scared. So they really don't know anything about this. So like they, it keeps their story tight. Uh-huh. It's just, everything is so convenient. Exactly. How this all just, it's like, then, then, then Erica, um, when Garcelle arrives and you could tell Gar- uh, 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 Erica and Rena were like, why is Garcelle here? This is our scene. Like she was like, no, no. Erica goes, Garcelle, they had a gun to her head. Like so dramatic. Garcelle just goes, okay. She just stares. I was like, does Garcelle know? And Dorit 
stands up again. She stands up again to tell the story. She goes, I had one behind me. She just was being so descriptive. Like she needed to really paint the picture. She needed to stand up. She needed to show it. And she says, you've took enough. You're going to get in trouble if you don't leave now. You took enough. I would never say that to a robber. First of all, first of all, why would you want them to leave so they wouldn't get in trouble? Why would you want someone to leave and not get in trouble? Well, I'm not mad about that because it's like I know people will say things to just like get robbers to be like, listen, I don't care. Like, I don't care about you're like, right. you're right. Fine. That that didn't, that made sense. Like, I would say some shit like that. Like, I don't give a fuck. Like, just take the, but the thing is, the difference would be like, take what it, I was like, take as much as you fucking want and then just fucking leave. Like, I wouldn't say you've taken enough because then I yeah, feel like okay, that right. that would trigger them to be like, bitch. I think that would actually that would trigger them to be like our word again rape like i'll take something else like i you don't tell me what i take i i'm in charge right now the whole thing is you have to keep these people in like they have to feel like they're in charge they don't they like you don't tell them anything like you give them everything take 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 as much as you want i'm not gonna say shit just leave as long as the only thing i ask is don't hurt me and don't hurt my kids as far as fucking take it all take it all. I'm not going to like, I'll give you You're plenty right. of time. I'll give You're you right. plenty of time to leave. Just go. You've, t- you've took enough. Yeah. Like that, that when she said that, that stuck, uh, stuck out to me so hard. I was, I, that was when I was like this, that seems like a crazy thing to say to someone. You've took enough when you have they have a gun. You've taken enough. I would never a gun to my head. You've taken enough. Bam. (laughs) I took your life. Oh, that sounded bad. But like, I'm not laughing at that. But like, it's just like you have to be so Then I get it. I've never had that situation happen to me. But again, we do. I've watched a lot of shows where people have been put in similar situations. And it's just something about her retelling of it and everyone by the way everyone reacts into these situations completely different but it's the over the details like for example uh jesse jesse smollett you remember that whole situation one of the reasons i got he got caught up is like it was just an outlandish like at first like he used he used a situation that was happening with the, like the black lives matter situation to get us all like immediately believing him. But then the details, like there was, he was over explaining, telling way too many details. Like it was, it was like, he was, that's what kind of messed him up. He was like, he was saying so many details that they didn't make sense. And then once we really like let the initial shock of it die down, we were like, Hey, wait a minute. So wait, so you MAGA had like this is all convenient. It's like when it when things become too convenient, like they had a lynching rope, MAGA hat. You are about to get booted off your show. Like you're like, these are all convenient things that are happening. Speaking of convenient, she they say she said, please leave my phone. Yeah, that was another thing that was like you that now you're at. Count to 40 and we'll leave your phone by the gate. 
what, first of all, why would you leave a phone? First of all, she's, she is a rich person. There's so much valuable information in that phone alone. That's probably better than anything that they took. You're taking the phone. You take the phone and you like, it's not like they, she can't, she, she could figure out a way to call the police. Otherwise they have a landline. Are you crazy? Go to a neighbor's house. What are first you of talking all, about? First of all, I wouldn't even when what I would have never went outside for the fucking phone anyway. So it wouldn't have mattered. You think I'm going outside to be like bum rush and then they could take me? Good point. Oh, that's a good point. Oh, when that's we, a good point. I would never have went outside for that phone. Like, wait. No, it wouldn't have happened. I'm just oh, saying wow, just like, me chills. like, it's just. But then also Dorit, now she has props. She's brought crystals that were from Garcelle. And she's like, for some reason, they make me feel better. I'm like, okay. I still wouldn't have left my kids. I I don't I, care if I was, I, I'm just saying I, that like, you didn't like, I wouldn't be filming right now. No, it wouldn't even be a thought. And to have, like it's, it's so like, soon after it was it's you haven't too- even slept like this ha- like she called 911 at like 4 a.m. or something like you haven't slept she did all the things that you're supposed to do but it wasn't authentic mm-hmm. you, she she made sure she came in wearing sweat she made sure she didn't have any makeup on she um was PK tri- got she to have a moment she yeah pk had a moment they cried she they triggered hugged. the dog barks she's triggered I'm tired. I don't want to be scared anymore. It's been hours. Yeah. Um, I don't know. And then she gets this moment to say, like, PK is so strong. But when it comes to matters of the heart, he's not as strong as I am. I know. It's like, what the she fuck goes, is this? Goes, don't tell him that. I know. Okay. What? Okay. All right. Okay. It's like the, it's literally right. one of those made for TV movies that I used to watch. And, you the, know, the two of them look like characters in a made for TV movie, the way they're both when they're both in the confessional together and like they're all black outfit and like the way she like grabs his arm and like cuddles him and they're it's, like, we're okay now that we're together. It's just all right. It's just like there's been so many reasons why and then okay i guess people would probably at this point be like well what's her motive what's her motive to to make to make all this stuff up she has so many motives guys to make all of this thing up we've been people have been saying for a while that she should be demoted because she's not bringing enough to the table instant storyline this is we're opening with it okay that's our keeping her securing her bag and that's Dorit's motive. Have, What's PK's motive? Debt. And she, they get money from insurance. That's they, a motive. Th- thank you. They are in so much. We, we've everyone has questioned their financial. Like, how are they financially stable? Like, PK's openly talked about his bankruptcies. Yeah. And, and so, apparently he might have gambling debts. I don't know how true that is. That's just yeah gossip. But we do know she has a lot of lawsuits, so that's not gossip. We know that there is definitely a lot of things that they need to pay off. And I don't know how much Boy George is bringing in for them, but I mean, it's like that can't be that check alone is like nothing. Yeah. So um, 
I don't know. I, I feel like there's actually a lot of motive to make this up. And then you're like, but she has kids. Why would she put her kids through that? She loves her kids. She does love her kids. But then we already talked about the fact that she has completely written them out of the narrative. So therefore, she doesn't she could feel good about faking something like this without actually exposing her kids to it and putting them through like unnecessary trauma. And then also the biggest thing that really just puts my antennas up is whose security company does she use? And one more time, if you're going to say that you don't set your security because you don't want it to go off when the kids roam around, then no one would ever with no one with small kids would ever set their security. Yeah. And to that point, also, before I say who is her security company, um, I watched a video I sent it to you that someone was breaking it down, like saying, like, I have like I have a motion detector. Like, that's not a thing. Like, you can still set things, your alarm and. Like you, you can set your alarm for your house and like for your actual house and your motion detectors can be separate or whatever the situation is like, it just it just seems so like can, everything was off that day. They picked the right day for everything to be off. And like, it's not like they cut the did we have anything like did they try to attempt to cut the power? like any of these things like so they were just hoping that you thought that your kids were going to come into your room that night and there were going to be any alarms great okay um but also the security company that they use is teddy's husband's security company the same security company that you uh kyle richards used when her teddy said that they didn't use that he hadn't set it up really i could have swore that they mm, i could have swore that they all use teddy's husband no. security company okay it might be wrong with that or they might be backpedaling because they're fucking, i was gonna say they could easily be backpedaling but i'm pretty sure that they all and i could have swore at some point that, we're using that using teddy's husband's security I company i could have swore that teddy or that kyle had said that when they got robbed teddy's <clears throat> husband's company was in the process of setting up their security but hadn't quite finished installing it I just think that there's How some, convenient. yeah, it's just some convenience. I'm feeling like they're all running some type of weird scam situation stuff here. The, the difference here, I'm, I'm going to say something. This is the second time. Like, I actually I'm not going I'm not going down the Kyle route of saying it's that was a scam. I don't believe that conspiracy theory. Okay. Sorry, I'm going to leave you alone on that one. But with the Dorit one, this is the second time she's been robbed. True. This is the second, second time. Second time. You're telling me that for the second time, you're not setting your alarm. You've been robbed once before and you're not setting your alarm. Yeah. With your small kids, you're alone. Your husband's not there. You're not sending an alarm. You are a target. Listen, let me tell you something. Ever since I saw, I think it came out in the nineties, uh, a little film called panic room. Um, I have been fantasizing I swear to God, I like drop new versions of a panic room every year, like to the extent I'm not even going to divulge some of the ways that I would do this because I don't want it when I become rich. I don't want anybody to listen to this podcast and learn how to rob me. Oh, shit. Um, yeah, but don't tell the secrets. I'm not going to tell you how I'm going to do it. But let me just tell you something. If you have if I had even a little bit of money. 
the amount of security. I my biggest fear is home invasion. Like I live in an apartment and I still think like someone's going to like rob me of I don't have anything, but (laughs) I still think about it all the time. I sleep with a switchblade. You do not. I swear to God, it's, I, I could take you into my apartment right now. Switch, you would, and you have a switchblade under was it under your pillow. It's um, it's in my. Okay, I'm not telling you. Oh, you're right. No, do not ask <laughs> that. That is a that's secret. Um, but wait, don't I rob wanna, me. I, I need everyone to know that this is <clears throat> this isn't even just um like <clears throat> Pia and I had a tactic we when we worked together. Yes, I'm not we, kidding. We worked with this guy who we, he, we told we would say he just gave us like the same crazy energy as like the guys who shot up Columbine. We were yes. Like, no, this guy has crazy energy. We don't trust it. So we had a whole tactical plan on how we would protect ourselves if he ever went crazy. So yeah, Pia, Pia thinks like this. She thinks I'm not crazy. like this is not a bit, guys. I am. Constantly thinking about yes, an exit strategy. And any room I enter, I think about how I would get out of here. Yeah, like literally, I swear to you, this is not a bit. I am like that is just how my mind goes. So that's why I think that, especially like me and you, are so overly like thinking about (laughs) this. This doesn't make sense. It's just I just don't understand how you would like just have your guard down so low and to your point she's this is not the first time this has happened to her so i don't know like it just i just don't know i just don't know i just yeah so it all is um it's just not mathing for me and math ain't mathing I know that it's this is possibly going to get me in a lot of trouble because all I'm seeing is an outpouring. Not all I'm seeing. I'm, I am seeing enough, very gentle, but albeit um, suggestions that there this could not this could possibly not be true. But for the most part, I'm seeing a lot of support of of Dorit. However, did you see on Watch What Happens Live? Um, excuse me. Andy really danced around this uh i didn't watch it please okay recap. so it was kyle and dorit on watch what happens live kyle has become kyle has become so like she's just like a product at this point she, you know she goes like she's she's so fake now when she goes and watch what happens live she's just like performing there's just nothing <clears throat> nothing is like authentic at all and i feel like she must have said to to andy hold on i'm, I'm like starting to lose it <coughs> oh don't lose it you're like i'm so invested like i don't even- <laughs> I'm like, what's happening? I know. Sorry. No, not what's happening with that. Like that's COVID, but no, I know. I was worried this would happen at some point where like the cough would take over. Okay. I got it. Um, but, uh, I think, I think Kyle told Andy, like, do not go too deep with the questioning of the like security system. Cause of course, in comes the question, why didn't you set your security alarm? And then Dorit's like, because I have small children. 
and they, they walk into my room and it sets off the alarm. And I didn't want that to be set off. I could tell Andy wanted to ask a further question, much like we just did. Like, yeah, can't you turn that off? And, you know, but he went, okay. Okay. Cause a lot of people were then, um, they had other questions, but, uh, it doesn't, okay. It doesn't matter because, um, because it wasn't set. Okay. Uh, wow. You poor thing. It was like, Andy knows because he's rich too. He's like, I have small kids. You don't think I have my shit like lock the hell up? <coughs> exactly. He's um, like, uh, he's like, you're lucky that middle America doesn't know how we live. It didn't make it didn't quite make sense. But now I. <laughs> I felt like a complete asshole because the scene that even my friends who are also who are like openly admitting that they're a little questioning of Dorit's credibility. They all said to me, they're like, there's one scene with Dorit in front of Kyle's house where she breaks down that I started to believe it. And of course, this is the scene that made me die laughing. And I'm like, Emily, you have a problem. But when she's sitting, when she's sitting in the front and, and PK's like, Oh, I think I left my phone inside, Bubs. Let me go get it. And so as he goes in, Dorit is looking at her phone. In my head, I thought that she was like using the Find a Phone app. Mm -hmm. And I thought she was looking at her phone saying, find it, find the phone. But I think she was just having a moment. Yeah. So when she screamed, find it, find the phone, I paused it and rewound it and replayed it and laughed for at least 10 minutes. Well. I that was okay. I'm one of your friends who was like, because I tried really hard to believe it. And I was like, okay. I was like, I was like trying to get myself to an emotional state. And I was like, okay, okay. Oh my God, she's emotional. And a part of me also wanted to laugh too, but I was like, no, stay emotional, stay emotional, stay in it, stay in it, stay in it. She's, she's a victim. And then when I text, when we were texting and you said that, I was like, okay, so I can laugh at that moment. Like, that's okay. Cause I was like, I'm like, I was starting to feel like a really bad person. I was like, am I? Terrible. Oh, hold on. I, oh, what? I had, I thought my computer was plugged in this whole time and I didn't actually, I plugged it into the wall, but not into the computer. Oh, well, that'll do it. Yeah. That'll do it. Oh, it's when I moved the table. That's what happened. Oh, when you had to reconfigure the whole setup. Yeah. I was like, because the thing popped up like, oh, low battery. It's like, no, it's not. Because I plugged it in. <laughs> I, I, I look, I, but then after she did the find it, find the phone. Find it, find the she phone. She said it. She did say it. Find it was it, like, it was like, phone. it was like the craziest like, voice. Find it, find the phone. Find it, I feel like her throat was sore for days after that. <laughs> let me see if I can play it. <laughs> play it. <laughs> well, you know what? You know what moment I laughed at hysterically. Like it was like crazy, like how she said that. What part did you laugh at? <laughs> Remember? Okay, so I don't think anyone else caught it, but I did, and I laughed really hard because, again, please also try to picture the fact that I really, really tried to like 
believe her like wholeheartedly to the point where I was like texting Emily like I'm trying to convince myself to believe this because I don't want to be wrong I don't want to be oh, the part where she <laughs> on the wrong side of history with this so I was like when there was the we're going back a little bit sorry guys uh when when uh PK first came in at Kyle's house and they have their, their uh PK and Dorita having their emotional hug then Kyle who always has to be the most dramatic in the room uh comes and says like do you want Mo to come in and she's like bring Mo in Mo and then Mo comes in Mauricio I hate when she calls him him Mo by the way I don't know why but Mauricio comes in high as hell and talking to PK PK and him hug and Dorit does this thing where for me this is where I broke where she's like she's being emotional and she almost was like no I want to be a part of the hug so she's like I don't want like no like it happened to me she's I'm like, gonna me too I'm the one like me too yeah so she like so they're like Mauricio and PK are hugging and then she does a thing where she joins in and she hugs both of them and clearly she doesn't mean to do this but she does this thing where she's like okay I'm in the hug and I'm gonna do a, a cute kiss and I, she means to kiss the back of PK and she kissed the back of Mauricio. And I was like, it was so awkward because I think she did realize that, but didn't want to like break the moment. Yeah. And I was like, I saw it. I saw it. And I like laughed so hard. I was like, am I wrong? And then I rewind. I was like, she definitely kissed the back of Mauricio. It was hilarious to me because it was like, again, like, I don't believe the narrative. So it was just like, I was just like, this is the time where I want to like come in. I was like, no, no, no. I want to be a part of it. Like, yeah, I laughed a lot for that. I laughed a, a really long time. <laughs> she was like, it was just so awkward to me. I just, it's like none of it read authentic. I felt nothing the whole time. I know that um, it's like crazy to think that one would make this up, but it happens. We watch enough <clears throat> true crime to know that this happens. Yeah, people People do this. People have so many different reasons for things like this happening. I personally think if I was going to be uh, Angela Lansbury, Jessica Fletcher, she wrote, if you guys know that reference, um, it would be because she wants not Erica, (laughs) the other other liar, Dorit. She wants to stay on the show and she needed a better storyline. And PK needs to get rid of his debt. It's actually a super, it's money, money, fame, money. and narcissism. I mean, they, we've all been really curious as to what, how they have money because she keeps hawking like pretty mediocre businesses, like the wedding dress line. Yeah. And apparently, doesn't she owe, doesn't she owe money to investors for her for wedding, wedding dress? <laughs> yeah. Like they have a, like a lot of debt, guys. <laughs> so honestly, people stage, fake break-ins all the time we just don't see them on tv and on such a high platform because when things go missing you the all the all this stuff is insured guys it's not like us going like when we spent (laughs) spent spent um overspent our paycheck on a chanel bag like we don't and we don't have it insured and so if someone stole it it would really be devastating because that was like a lot of money they insure everything so if it gets stolen they they might not get that item back, which is why when she was saying, oh, some of the, these things are irreplaceable, it's just putting more value on it. And which means you get more money back. Yeah, you'll never get that item back, but you are getting, she don't, she's getting, they're getting money back. Like, 
it's lucrative what just kind of happened to them. Exactly. So I, I tried. We tried. But this is our truth. And if I'm ready. Like, I'm ready to get dragged. I know. So we said we said we 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 knew this. This may happen. So and we even thought about not yeah saying not anything. We thought, thought not living in our truth. But that's because not us. Is, that's not us. It's it, this is really controversial. And by the way. We're leaving room for it. Could I'm leaving room. We're leaving for it, room for it. Always. That. Yeah, we, we always we, we always leave room for facts. Room for facts. Please give us your perspective if it if you agree with us if you don't agree with us because honey i'm always open i just this is this is it's not and again it's not coming from a mean malicious place it's not coming from a place of bias of in the sense of like we don't like dorit or we don't like pk again i do like dorit i do like pk i've even met pk before in real life he's quite lovely oh um but I don't, I don't think this is real. It's just not reading. It's not reading authentic. When she said, I'm tired of being scared. I said, what bitch? It's been hours. You wouldn't talk like that yet. All right. That brings us to the end of this episode. Any final thoughts? (laughs) I'm just really curious on how everyone's going to react to the theories that we presented. I know I'm worried. I'm a little scared. It's our first time being so controversial. Yeah, because usually whenever we end these podcasts, like I'm like quite okay with what anybody has to say because it's it's usually just dumb stuff. Like we're talking about this is a really serious topic and I can't emphasize how much I understand that. Yeah. But that doesn't mean that we're not allowed because they put it on TV because they chose to put this on TV, guys. Yeah. We are allowed to talk about it. Okay. So let's go. Let's see what happens in the comment section. Here we go. Giddy up. Giddy up. (laughs) Um, All right. Everyone follow Pia on Pia J V P I A G. ETV on TikTok (laughs) and Instagram. And we will see you guys. I'll see you tomorrow for Summer House. I know. I almost like, I was like, oh my gosh, like I'm not used to doing back to back like this. And I was like, this is going to be fun. Okay. Bye, everybody. Bye. Thank you guys so much for listening. If you wouldn't mind, could you do a little rate and review? Maybe even subscribe, all of the above. If not, hey, I get it. No pressure. I'm also on Buy Me A Coffee. Buy Me A Coffee is a great way for content creators to get some monetary support from their followers. And it's just very easy. Buymeacoffee.com slash She Speaks Bravo. The link is also in my Instagram bio. And of course, if you're not already, please follow me on Instagram. I'm also on TikTok. Not going to lie. I just post the exact same stuff on both platforms. So no need to follow both. But um, love you guys. Mean it. And I'll see you next time. the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. 
Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.